Hi, and welcome to Solo Segment Search Chat. I'm Tim Peter. In this episode of Solo Segment Search Chat, Solo Segment CEO Steve Zaker and I talk about how to make your search smarter. We discuss why smart search matters to improving your business results, and ultimately, why you should care not about search results, but about business results themselves. All that and more on the latest Solo Segment Search Chat, coming at you right about now. Well, hi, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well, Tim. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. For those who are listening to this, uh, this may not be the first episode of the year that you have heard, yeah. uh, but this is the first episode of 2022 that Steve and I have recorded. That's so, right. Uh, time is funny that way in the podcast Time is world. funny that way. When you got a couple sitting in the can or one sitting in the can, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure of our release schedule, <laughs> to be very honest. We'll, we'll get better at that. But we'll get better at that. But this is the first episode of 2022 that we have recorded. Um, and we had, Steve, uh, as we were setting up for this episode, an interesting um, situation that really underscores a point that we talk about a lot. Right. So uh, I'm going to give the setup, but I'm going to let you tell the story. Sure, I'll tell the punchline. You know, yeah, we we frequently use Google Docs to keep track of what we're working on and what we're going to talk about and things along those lines. And so right. we, this is the first one we've recorded this year. So we went to get our document, which we haven't looked for, you know, we haven't used in probably three weeks now or something. Right. So Steve, what happened? Yeah, I couldn't find it, Tim. Uh, and, and so I decided to search, right, on yeah. Google, right? What do they do? They have Google, a search engine, Google Docs, maybe, right? right? Google yeah. Docs. And uh, yeah, I could not find this document. Now, um, truth be told, it used to be named something obtuse because we weren't very good at keeping the title of the doc up to date. Oh, and because that's how people work a lot but of that's, times. You're right. You're right. right. I mean, that's we are horrible. not exceptions or right, outliers right, here right. in this data set. So, uh, so, but you told me you had the document open and you said, Hey, just search for this. Here's the title. And so I searched for the title and I could not find it. And then I remembered, <laughs> Oh yeah, I put the word podcast in it. So I did a search on podcast and that caused it to appear. But, um, what the great ironies, but also one of the great truths, right, is right. just how hard search is. And when you see a company like Google struggle with search in this context, it gives you a little insight into, I, I, I think, the reality of search managers and all the companies who are our customers, certainly, right, why they came to us, and certainly the struggles of folks who aren't our customers and, and how they are trying to you know, deliver great search results. And yeah. I think part of that, go ahead, Tim, I'm sorry. No, no, no. All I was going to say was, yeah, I think one of the things people don't think about a lot, I, this always is something I have to remind myself. You know, right. I, I don't want to say that what Google does on the web is easy. It's not. They do an yeah. extraordinary job. It's it's truly amazing. It's truly remarkable what they do. It is also in some ways easier than site search because on the web, there's a lot of possible answers to the questions that people sure. ask. You know, for any question somebody asks, there could be, you know, millions or certainly thousands of web pages that are probably an okay answer. Whereas yes. when you're talking about a, a, a narrow domain, like we're talking about in a set of sure. Google Docs, like we're talking about on a website, literally right. there might only be one page that's a good answer for the question sure. somebody asked in search. And that's yep. actually much, much harder. So Yes, indeed. So 
Now, obviously, the reason we're having this discussion, we're going to come back to why it's hard in just a moment, but the reason we wanted to talk about this is because you said something the other day, and the other day might have been three weeks ago, but, um, but about how smarter search grows businesses. And that's something sure. we're going to talk about a lot here in the early part of 2022. So why in 2022 are we even having this discussion? You know, why is search so important to business growth? Yeah, well, first, it is, there, it's how many people on your website actually search you know, it's interesting, uh, often I get feedback from prospects where they say, well, you know, three, 4% of my, my website visitors search, why should I actually focus yeah, on this? Yeah. And the first thing, uh, you know, it always comes down to data. The first thing I kind of <laughs> challenge them on is, is it actually three or 4%? And what we find is when we actually look at their website traffic data, uh, and you kind of tease apart all of the kind of I know most companies don't like to hear this, but you have some bad traffic on your website, right? All those bad <laughs> sessions, right? Right. You know, you probably right. didn't have the right targeting. You're getting kind of the wrong people and they're leaving. When you kind of tease out all the bad traffic, um, actually about 10 or 15% of your visitors are searching. And so think about that. You can affect, by having great search, 10 to 15% of your visitors, you can address them just by making search better. And so that's the first opportunity, right? Is that yeah. you're able to affect a large number of, uh, of your website visitors by fixing search. And think of any other page on your website that gets 10 to 15% of your website. Yeah, sure. You know, so that's the first thing. The addressable market, if you will, is pretty large. But I think the more important reason is because that addressable market is really, really valuable. When you look at the data, and some of our folks, our clients can get this out of their analytics uh, system. But you can go look at, you know, are these people, are searchers more likely to convert to, to, mm -hmm. to you know, kind of respond to a marketing call to action? And the answer, of course, is yes. And it's pretty tremendously yes. I think the average across our customer base right now is they are 87% more likely to respond to a marketing call to action than non-searchers. And folks have probably heard me say these, this data in the past, but it's always worth reiterating. Uh, and the second uh, feature uh, of, of searchers is uh, they're about six times or up to six times more likely to do business with you because yep. they're the ones, right, who are dedicated and committed to finding information on your website, so much so that they've abandoned your navigation structures and they've gone to your search engine. So yeah. a lot yeah. more folks are searching than you think are searching and they have tremendous value. You know, and it's a funny thing. We have brand new data. And actually, Steve, you and I haven't even had a chance to talk about this because this came out oh. right at the end of last year, uh, just as we were getting ready to go on break. And one of the things we have found is from our clients before they started. Now, this is just from our clients. So this mm -hmm. we have to we have to, you know, look at a few more people before I'm gonna lean in hard on this. But right. of the data we looked at from people before they started with us. 67% of searchers, so two-thirds mm -hmm. of searchers, never found what they were looking for. Like, never. Never. They left the site without ever having had a successful search. Now, we often talk about the fact that, you know, we see that something like 20 to 30% of searches are successful. But we looked at it more right. from a user perspective this time, and we found that, like I say, about two-thirds of searchers before using our product 
literally never find what they're looking for. I want to be fair in the spirit of full yeah. disclosure. I probably shouldn't have brought this up yet because we don't have the number yet for what happens afterwards for searchers. Right. We do know it gets a lot better. We know it gets a yeah. lot better. I just don't have a number yet. Well, I, well, I think what's interesting about that data is that, you know, our assumption is, Ben, when you measure it at the search level, the number of searches, about 30% are successful, 70% are unsuccessful. When you look at the searcher's perspective, assuming maybe somebody does more than one search, the numbers aren't much better, right? It goes no, from 70%, no. right, you know, down to 66 or two-thirds, right? You know, Right, about two-thirds, about 67%. And, and the average searches per searcher, as you might imagine, is somewhere north of one but south of two, you know. People, right, but, but basically but what it, that tells us is no matter how many times they search, they don't right. get successful. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's right. really and, interesting data. I look forward and, to seeing and the we work are, on that. And we are trying to pull apart, you know, uh, um, do in fact, and we don't have this yet, but we are we are pulling apart, do when, when people fail, does the frequency, does the volume of searches go up? Our expectation is, of course it does, right. you know. You bet. But we, we don't, we can't say with confidence yet that, oh my gosh, when somebody fails, they actually search three or four times yeah. versus... You know, when they succeed, they just search once because they got what they need. So but the short story is you can't make it up on volume. Uh, you right? can't no make it up. <laughs> no matter how much they search, it's still bad. Sheer sheer volume, Steve. That's exactly sure. right. That's how we're going to do this. Okay. So that's why search is so important to business growth. Because obviously, people are having these terrible experiences. They may be leaving. They're, and these are the folks who are most likely to convert. So mm. now I want to come back to where we started. If you know, if we know that this is important, if we know that this drives business growth, you would think people put more effort into it. And apparently most folks don't because of where we started, which is it's hard. Yeah. So, so why is it so hard? Yeah. Well, I mean, you pointed to one dimension of it is that when you don't have all of the content on the internet at your, you know, available to you, right? <laughs> right. You've got to have the right answers. So Part of this is, do you have answers for every question that could be asked? Sure. And, you know, I said something the other day to, uh, I was having a discussion with a prospect. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I said is, um, you probably have answers to many of the questions, but you don't know all the questions, right? The question part is is really sure. the hard part, yeah, right? Because yeah. if you knew how and, and what phraseology everybody was going to use, you might actually be able to kind of crack the code on this. but Set aside the content side of it, you know, and, and by the way, part of content is budget. So I'm going to start with budget as being sure. the first thing is yeah. just not enough budget is dedicated to this because I think that search managers, whether they're IT folks or marketing folks, don't have the language to kind of win, right, in the budget battles that go on every year. Uh, and so, and, and by the way, when I look at some of our fourth quarter deals that didn't close, you know, some of that was because, uh, you know, our our prospect wasn't able to kind of, you know, win in the budget discussions yeah, and wasn't sure. able to get their sure. project funded. So budget is kind of the first place. Uh, do you have the budget to have the right technology uh, to to operate? Do you have the right budget to make sure that the content, whether that's owned by you or owned by the brands or communications folks or whatever, but do you have the budget that's going to support you know, the value proposition that is search, but make sure that you have the technology platform and the content in, you know, kind of the right place so that it can be readily found. 
Yeah, sure. And I, mean, I, I want to point out something, you know, whether you use our tools, which you should, or you use, you know, some other analytics package. I mean, knowing the questions that people ask is actually the simplest thing. That is certainly a thing that if you're not looking at what people are asking for right. today, you should totally do that because it may help you start to win some of those budgets. That's definitely some low-hanging fruit. That's yeah. super low-hanging fruit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. With that said, you you brought up a second point here uh, in what you said a moment ago that I think gets at another problem, and I'd love to hear you talk more about this, is, you know, you said whether it's the IT folks who are responsible for this, whether it's the marketing folks who are responsible for this. So I suspect underlying that, Steve, that there actually is another problem beyond just not having budget. And there if there is, two, that would, two more that would challenges, be, Tim. okay, well, <laughs> what would be number two, Steve? Yeah, so number two, and by the way, often folks lump all this stuff under budget and um, sure. Actually, these next two can't be solved with the money. Um, the f- next one is people. Now, um, the reason that can't be solved with money, because I've worked in a large company, you've worked in a large company, most large companies budget kind of program spend, like IT, separate from people spend, right? And getting more humans to kind of operate technology, manage the content, do all the lifting that's sometimes required with technologies is really, really hard to do. Yeah. And, you know, often like the headcount is capped, but uh, but you can get more program spend for IT. And so, you know, having enough people to operate this stuff, yeah. you know, is, is really, really important, especially because a lot of our competitors, um, you know, focus on technologies that are super customizable, super configurable. And while that's handy uh, in some ways, it's also a pretty heavy lift for most organizations because they just don't have the manpower, if you will, or the person power uh, to to get it done. Now, right, um, they're not being handed. They're not being handed a search engine. They're not being handed a search tool. They're being handed a box of parts. Right, box of parts. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. the box of parts approach. Yeah. And and that's one of the ways. You know, this is part of the toot our own horn kind of uh, component of the thing of the uh, of the podcast. But uh, you know, we do focus on automation. Right, we focus on. Right how do we automate a lot of these improvements in search? Because that allows you to solve the people problem, but the people problem is a big problem, right? How do you get enough people to actually execute your content strategy, your technology strategy, operate the animal, if you will? Yep. And, you know, the last thing is this notion of expertise. And again, often gets lumped into the people discussion. And I like to tease that out because... You know, knowing how to, you know, manage the knobs and levers uh, on a search engine uh, is actually a pretty high order skill. Um, Oh, sure. Yeah. And, you know, some of the folks I was talking to a company uh, last year, a pretty large uh, B2B uh, components company, uh, and I was really impressed by their people, right? They Mm -hmm. really understood search technologies, how to tune them, how to and it was, they did a little kind of transactional business, not a little, they did a big transactional business <laughs> on the website. And, you know, they really understood how to interact with the commerce engine, et cetera. So they had a very sophisticated organization, but that's because like $10 billion worth of their revenue basically ran through their search engine. So of course, they're going to have the budget, the people and the expertise. Like they had a great right. package as an organization. Right. But, you know, most companies, especially in enterprise, the B2B space, they find it very difficult to kind of connect actions that happen in search, even actions that happen on the website to the cash register getting run. And yep. when you don't have that clear 
uh, that clear connection, it's just very difficult for you to make the budget case, to make the headcount case, to make that expertise case, to get all of those things aligned in a way that makes your search engine better. So that's why search is so hard, right? Because it's just, it's that, it's that, um, that ability to kind of connect everything back to revenue so that you can, you know, make these enablers work better. We can get better people. You can get better expertise and get better technology. Yeah. I mean, if we take, if we take people under the hood for just a half a second, I don't want to go deep down the rabbit hole in this in the interest of a time and B our listeners eyes glazing over. But I mean, you, you know, when we talk about things like expertise, it's like the notion of it, one of the things that amazed me, and I've been around this space for a very long time in my career, but it's amazing things like precision versus recall. And the fact that it's, there's art as well as science there, right? It's not just a numbers right. game. It's knowing when you're actually getting close in terms of yes. understanding we're getting good answers, right? And, yeah. and for folks who are listening, I think I'm saying something accurate. Tell me if I'm you know, way, way out over my skis on this one. Well, no, I I think that's right. Yeah. But it's this, it's this thing of, if you don't know what that is, by definition, you're not going to have the right skill sets internally and that it's not as easy as, oh, we'll just turn a knob and you're good to go. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, you and I had talked about earlier was, uh, as we were thinking about this podcast was, you know, so given that, right, so given that um, search is important to your business and, you know, kind of we're, we're kind of leaning into this idea that, you know, search success grows businesses this year um, because we see that in the data again and again. Uh, and if you kind of lean into that and understand and appreciate the value, right, of, of search, um, what do you do first, right? What's kind of that right. like next step? And I think something you just said uh, is is exactly right. It's it's like the, it's the data component, mm-hmm. right? Do you really understand what's going on? Because if mm-hmm. you really understand what's going on, you can make the budget case, right? If you really understand what's going on, you're going to you know be able to make the case for the headcount with the right expertise to help you, um, or maybe you're going to be able to automate your way out of some of this problem. And so, data at the end of the day is uh, is what's important, and. Right. Some of that data is going to come out of your analytics system. We certainly, you know, have seen folks running, you know, reasonably good search engines uh, out of their, with data out of their Google Analytics package. Um, it's not great, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a wizard who, and you use Adobe Analytics, uh, and you have a wizard who can program <laughs> that thing, uh, you can get some pretty good data out of Adobe sure, Analytics. Sure. It's just a little more difficult. Sure. Um, but it's, it's starting with that understanding, because as you said before, you know, um, Understanding the questions people are answering, that's basically what are the keywords people are searching on and do you have answers for all those questions? Start there and start with your top 250 keywords, right? So that's the first piece of data that I would right. encourage folks to go look at. Um, we have a very specific way of thinking about search. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we, we think of it as search success and search failure. And we use behavioral analytics, right? We're looking at what happens right. not only during right. the search, but after the search to really understand for all those searches that you're focused on, let's go beyond, did a search result appear? Did somebody click on it? But was the behavior later 
in their journey indicating that they found what they're looking for or were they part of the you know 67% who never found what they're looking for well it's- and um and then you use that data to make it better whether it's making it better because your people are going to go tune the engine or you make it better like we do which is use automation and and it's like you like to say. I mean, it's looking past search results into business results, right? It's yeah, it's going bet. beyond just the search result. Well, you know, Steve, we started off by saying, you know, smarter search grows businesses. We started off with this story. I, I mean, if I can flip it on its head, it's it's smarter search will grow your business, but dumb search will will kill it, right? You bet. Uh, yeah, we have seen examples of some really dumb search out there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know, when I point this out to folks, uh, that you know, ten percent of your traffic is looking at this. Um, you know, some of them just kind of ignore it. Uh, what is interesting, though, is sometimes you see that email get passed around a bit uh, because, uh, you know, as we, as we track our emails and our sales process, because when you point out just how bad some of these search experiences are, sometimes you get somebody to pick, to sit up and take notice. And because it is so awful, right? right. And so if folks right. aren't, if you don't know how bad your search is, just try a few searches. Go to your go to your search bar. Do a few searches, and get a sense of uh, of you know what that experience looks like. And remember while you're doing that, that the person you know your prospect you know etc. They don't know anything about your business. Yeah, they don't know the what you call things. They don't know how your business is structured. Right. So you're bringing right a lot of uh, a lot of insight that you know most visitors to your website don't have, but even with that, you set that aside for a moment, go to a search on your website, see what the experience is like. Well, and what we have seen many, many times is even when they do, they still can't yeah. find what they're looking for. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I, I realize we're coming up on time here. So, you know, I want to remind people that, of course, if you want your search to be less dumb, we would encourage you to go to solosegment.com slash search box and learn more about search box or pick up the phone and give a call to Steve and the team. They'd love to hear from you. Steve, any last words of wisdom you want to leave folks with? Uh, no, no. I think we're going to talk more about this Smart Search Grows Businesses uh, this year. And maybe in our next podcast, we'll talk a little bit about what does Smarter Search look like? Like really get into some details about what is Smarter Search. Fantastic. Way to leave them one more. Perfect. Steve, as ever, a pleasure talking to you. Look forward to catching up soon. Thanks very much, Tim. Take care. Take care. Search Chat is brought to you by Solo Segment. Solo Segment focuses on site search analytics and AI-driven content discovery to improve search results, increase customer satisfaction, and unlock revenue for your company. Make your search better and learn more at solosegment.com. If you liked the show, please go ahead and subscribe to us. You can find our episodes at solosegment.com slash podcast or on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, or whatever your favorite podcatcher happens to be. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash solo segment, on Twitter using the Twitter handle at solo segment, or you can drop us an email at info at solosegment.com. Again, that's info at solosegment.com. With that, my name is Tim Peter. I hope you have a great rest of the week and we'll look forward to talking with you next time on Search Chat. Take care, everybody.